0: Good morning. Just want to come on here and give you guys a quick word of encouragement this morning. And before I get started, I just want to ask you to just take a deep breath in. And let it out. And that should help you relax. And for me, it helps me. In my mind, I have just got rid of anything that's standing between me and peace. I let it go and I let it out. Whatever is standing between me and my joy, I let it go and I let it out. Okay? Whatever is standing between me having a good day, I just got rid of it. You hear me? Shifting my atmosphere this morning. And so I just want to talk with y'all today about a spirit of inferiority. Or either another term is an inferiority complex. And this is something that I struggled with as a child, on over into my teenage years, and up into my adulthood. And I briefly touched on it last week, but we're going to talk about it today. So, spirit of inferiority, everybody know, inferior to feel inferior is to feel less than. Have a low self-esteem, you know, um, can cause you to be withdrawn, sensitive to criticism. And these type of feelings, it can lead to anxiety, it can lead to depression, and it can lead to anger, you know? And that's what I dealt with, anger. Most of my teenage years, I was angry. So I fought a lot. (laughs) And you have to get these things taken care of, because if you don't, and when I say taken care of, I mean get delivered, seek God because these things, you know, as a young girl, I don't even know when it started. But I can tell you, I always had a, a um, a problem with myself. You know, I had a low self-esteem, but nobody around me knew it. They always saw me as talkative, laughing, happy, and all of that was a facade. And I felt on the inside... I felt like I was ugly. I didn't like my teeth. I didn't like my shape. I didn't like my hair. I just, if I could have rebirthed myself, (laughs) I would have changed my whole appearance. Because I was just not happy, you know, with the body that I had. And I never considered myself as being depressed. But I took an overdose. When I was 15 um I ran away several times I think I ran away and my mom didn't even know I ran away till I got back. <laughs> she like where you been you know it's like I, I ran away you know <laughs> but I, I don't know you know it's just you know I, I went through a lot as a teenager you know never had healthy relationships and you know it, it's just it, it was I was withdrawn. But nobody around me knew it. I had people that I hang out, you know, I went out different places, you know, with. And we, for an example, we used to like to go to the gym. And back then, the gym was packed. On Sundays, you know, it was packed down there. Even though I was there, I was shaking inside my body. I mean, trembling. I was, I just, but I know that I needed to be around people. So, yeah, I did go, but that just it, it wasn't me. I was just being a part of what was going on. But yeah, that spirit of inferiority—it'll it, make you, it make you feel, um, you know, less than. And as I was saying last week, it'll give you a false perception of other people because because of you thinking lowly of yourself, you automatically think in your mind, oh they. They' talking about me, oh, they don't think I measure up any little thing somebody says it can become offensive because you think they're trying to um degrade you, and so I had to get to a place where I had to start encouraging myself because nobody knew I was dealing with it, and so I don't know you know I guess I know it was nothing but the 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 great the, the goodness of God you know that kept me that spared my life when I did take the overdose, you know, he spared me. And so it's like, because he he knew he had something for me to do. He like, girl, you can't check up out of here right now. I got stuff for you to do. I don't know what you're doing. But at that time, I, I didn't see myself doing nothing. It led to me just, you know, being this angry, fighting teenager. And that's what I was. Any little thing would trigger me. So we're going to talk about overcoming inferiority today. Because God, he can't use you if you walk around in a spirit of inferiority. And guess what? If you didn't deal with it as a child, you didn't deal with it as a teenager, now you're grown and you got it. And guess what? It's going to affect you on your job. It's going to affect you in your marriage. It will affect you with your children as a mother. It will affect you anywhere you go, any aspect of your life. Every aspect of your life, whatever you don't deal with or be delivered and set free from, it's going to continue to rise up. When I first got married, I could not hardly go around my husband's family because I thought they looked at me like, she's less than. What he doing with her? Oh, um, um, she ain't good enough for him. That was a battle for me. My husband used to think I was crazy, like, lady, what's wrong with you? I, I can hardly take a compliment. He would say, you look nice today. Yeah, right. Um, Your hair look nice. Oh, this cheap stuff. You know, it's like I would downplay myself. And if you don't get delivered from that stuff, it will ruin your life. And guess what? I still deal with it from time to time. I believe I've been delivered from it, but it still like it still wanna be another enemy. See the enemy when he know what what he can defeat you with. It's a potential defeat. He keep that he keep that one in the chamber. He gonna keep that in the chamber at all times because he know I can fire that one out. Of just see where she at. That's what he do. That's why you gotta remind yourself. But we're going to talk about overcoming this inferiority. Overcoming it. Because God wants us to be courageous. He wants us to be strong. Inferior. A feeling inferior is is totally different from being courageous and strong. So how am I going to do the will of God? Walking around in a spirit of inferiority. I can't. I couldn't. So Joshua 1 and 6, the Lord told Joshua, listen, I need you to be strong and courageous because I need you to lead, lead, lead these people to the inherited land. You can't lead nobody nowhere. You can't do the will of God. If you, if you walking around feeling inferior, every little thing offends you. Can't take criticism. You gotta learn. I I had to start encouraging myself. I had to tell myself driving down the road sometime. You are beautiful. You cute. Girl, I like your hair. (laughs) Girl, you wearing them jeans. You know, and I know that might sound crazy, but you gotta do what's gonna what's beneficial for you. You have to encourage yourself. I do it now. When I'm walking out my door, I'm saying on my way to work, you a good nurse. Girl, you a smart nurse. You have the mind of Christ. You strong. You are courageous. This is kingdom work. God called you to this. You have to encourage yourself. You have to kind of act that stuff. But God commands us to be courageous. He commands us to be strong. He needs you to be these things. And if you can't, if you can't tackle these different things that want to make you make you feel like you less than, then you you, you you holding up God's work in your life. Because God want to use you. God needs you. He wants you right where you at. But you got to first acknowledge what you're struggling with so he can help you. So he can deliver you from it. If you go before the throne praying about, Lord, I got an itching hand, when you got a rash on it, You praying about an itching hand. Lord, stop my hand from itching. No, you need to pray about the rash. Get to the surface of it, the base of it, the foundation of what's really going on. You got to acknowledge what it is. Call it what it is. And let God deliver you from that thing. So I had to be delivered. And yes, the enemy keep a bullet in the chamber for me. He keep that inferiority target. I mean, um, dark In the the chamber for me. He tried to get me with it on my job. He tried to get me with it in my marriage. He tried to get me with it every chance he can. In the grocery store, wherever. So you got to be, on the Bible tell us, we also got to be strong, courageous, and careful. Be careful not to let anger take over you because you feel like somebody's saying something to offend you. Be careful not to start um, being led off you know, on something else, veering off the path of where God tried to take you because of an offense. Uh -uh, Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Come back here, baby. Get back over here where God got you at. Get back on track. You you. God got you going somewhere. And I know I'm lingering over in time, and I kind of felt like this was going to be a little long, but... It's important that you know that you got to be delivered from these things to move forward because God wants to be strong and courageous because you got to be courageous. You got to have courage to pray, not just for your house, but for the, your neighbor house, for your cousin house, your sister house, your mama house. You got to have courage. You got to be bold to go before God's throne. He tell us, come before your, come before my throne, bold. We got to have courage to be able to lead. How can you lead if you scared? No. God said be strong and courageous and careful. He needs you to be courageous. (laughs) Yes. We got to be courageous. We got to go and get back what the enemy thought. You took what from who? Baby. You must don't know who I serve. Got to go and get it. Got to be courageous. The enemy want us to feel inferior. He want us to always feel defeated. We are not defeated. We are kings and queens. We are blessed and highly favored. We are, we was, listen, God favors us. Every day tell yourself, God favors me. God has blessed me. I walk in hell. I am, I am, I, Lord, ooh. Don't make me go to preaching up in here because I ain't no preacher. But don't push me. But yes, we gotta be, we gotta be strong and courageous. Yes, don't take it. Don't ever bring your guards down. That's what the enemy wants you at in a vulnerable state. No, God said, be strong, be courageous, be careful. Don't let your guards down. Mm-mm. No, don't be tempted. Don't let pride and arrogance come in when you realize that, hey, I ain't that, I'm not that little pushover no more. Lord, I, I am strong. I am courageous. Lord, I am walking in your will. Lord, I am, when you when you start to know, Lord, I am wise. I am smart. Lord, I done throw back that hand that I was there and reshuffled the deck. When you realize that, oh, that spirit of arrogance want to creep in. You got to rebuke it. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus and know that I'm walking in the favor of God. Don't let self-centeredness, don't let it start to become about you. It's going to always be about God and his plan. You just a part of the plan. Ask God to lead you, guide you, and keep you. Cover you, shield you, and protect you. Okay? God wants to be strong and be courageous. He told Joshua three times. Three so if he had to tell Joshua three, how many times he got to remind us? If you need, if he, if listen, if you can't be encouraged. Call. If you can't find a muscle up of scripture, call me, call me. I promise you, we'll come up with one together. But I just want to encourage y'all today. Rebuke that spirit of inferiority. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus and send it back to the pits of hell, which it come from. And we're going to be strong and we're going to be, encouraged and we're going to be courageous together. Y'all take this word, apply it to your life today, apply it on tomorrow, the rest of this month and honey, the rest of this year. Y'all be encouraged.